Hello, hello, and welcome back. Finally, episode 123. Sorry. Yeah, we've been away for like, gosh, what is it? Two weeks, I guess? It feels like forever. I don't know. I think it's only two weeks, but yeah. (laughs) May 3rd, I think was our last. Yeah, May 3rd was our last episode. So yeah, three, almost three. Oh man, we're really pushing it to the limits. All right. Well, sorry about that, y'all. We, um, had various well we told you we were gonna be gone one week so I don't even feel bad about that we were like physically together we never record when we're in the same place and then I had a flood in my house because I I cannot win um when it comes to housing Joe thinks our house is like possessed so um yeah probably at this point so we had a random flood all good now but very odd um so yeah but we're back woohoo how's life been Oh, it's been good. I, uh, I'm in Bartlesville. So I was like, Hey, you want to record? And you're like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, I'm at the hideaway actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like you're the one who said, let's record. And you're like, JK, I'm out of hideaway right now. <laughs> well, usually it takes, it's like a process. Like it, the ball gets rolling. So we got, like, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to start the progression the of like, when can we record today? But I was like, no, I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> um, excellent. Well, I, I feel like I actually have like a lot of stuff today because I've been saving up like stories and like articles and stuff for like weeks now. So, <laughs> so I actually come very prepared for once for this pod. So shall we just get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So you're up first. We had to look that up before we started because we could not remember <laughs> what number we were on. <laughs> All right. Am I the asshole for making my mom choose between my wedding and my sister's firstborn, uh, first childbirth? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those are both very major. Like I don't, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a birthday party or something, but like, damn. Okay. Okay. So she says basically the title. Uh-huh. I'm finally getting married in two months time. Uh, there's a little dancer emoji. I don't really see too many emojis on what Reddit. Okay. I forgot I that existed. I didn't. I guess technically you can use emojis, but I've never seen anyone use an emoji on Reddit. Yeah, no one ever does. It's funny. I did. I thought it, you like weren't capable. Like I thought it wasn't like it wasn't possible actually. So that's really interesting. All right. Well, that's like gifts and memes and comments. Like it never happens. So when it does, it throws me off. Yeah. All okay. right. After a year of planning and everything has been going to plan so far with no hiccups, that is until my mother called me earlier this week to ask uh, for my po- to postpone the wedding at least a month. My sister is what? currently pregnant and her du- due date is July 17th. My sister asked my mother to be there for her for the whole month of July since the due date is just an estimate and this is her first baby. Long story short, the father of her child is my ex-boyfriend, whom she was sleeping with (gasps) while we were dating. Oh, that's a plot twist. (laughs) Okay, there it is. There it is. (laughs) So I don't really talk to my sister much. I'm not not willing to postpone my wedding for my sister, and I told my mother that, and also that she simply needed to choose who she wanted to support. She's been fence-setting, and that's why we're here. She says I'm forcing her to make an impossible decision and my aunts are also trying to convince me to postpone. Don't get me wrong, I know she's also uh, my uh, sister's child, so I want uh, her to be there for her, but also I want her there for me and I've already waited a whole year for this and everything is already planned, am I the asshole? Wow, 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 a lot to unpack there. So I thought it was going to be like a pretty straightforward thing, but then I was like, wait, this really took a turn. and it makes more sense once you hear the twist of yeah. the, of it being the ex boyfriend or whatever, because I was like, 
how do you have like two major things like happening like in the same like month or whatever like I understand people can't always like necessarily like predict a pregnancy like down to like the month and stuff but like you you have like nine months warning you know so like you would think that like that would have come up earlier but I guess if they're like not close and like don't talk they like wouldn't have like sorted that out ahead of time I don't know that's wild though I don't know like I don't think she's I don't think she's the I don't remember how she phrased it, but like, basically I don't think she's the asshole for like not wanting to change her wedding date because like you can't change that shit. Like once you've booked wedding stuff, like you can't do anything about it. Like, I'm sorry. Um, And also she wants her for the whole month. That seems that's fucked the thing up that to got me. me. That, yeah. that's like I think she's like forcing her to not attend this wedding to me. Yeah, yeah, she's being like intentionally petty about it. Like you don't need yeah. her for like a month straight. No. Like, come on. Yeah, that's oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, but no, I don't. I don't think she should have to move her wedding. Moral of the story. Um, no, that's how I felt about it. I was like, this seems pretty straightforward. Then, like, no plot twist. Oh, another plot twist. Okay, the plot here we twist are. is fun. Yeah, that that <laughs> that made it a little more exciting. <laughs> All right. Well, my first one is also a wedding one because Yay. weddings are an endless source of drama. We love it. Um, All right. So this is a would I be the asshole potential scenario? Would I be the asshole for dropping out of a wedding when it's two weeks away? All right. So right off the bat, what do you think? <laughs> It depends because I see so many wedding ones where like it yeah. truly is just a random <laughs> doesn't even matter what the title is like no they go they, they go in every possible direction all right okay I'm a 29 year old male and have a long-term girlfriend of three years named Hannah my friend Kyle is getting married later this year I agreed to be a groomsman so it's me him and three other dudes I was disappointed when I found out I wouldn't have a plus one for the wedding but at the time I thought the same went for the other guys Come to find out last weekend that the three other groomsmen do have plus ones. Two of them have been in relationships for less time combined than me. The other guy is single and was complaining about not finding a date to bring from Tender. That's how I found out. I asked Kyle, what's going on? Why do they have plus ones, but I can't bring Hannah? This is what I found out. I'm walking down the aisle with his bride's with the bride, the bride's sister, Lisa. Lisa is developmentally disabled. She's in her 20s, but mentally she's about 10 years old. Kyle says it's because they don't want to piss off Lisa. Her parents figure she'll never marry or have a boyfriend, so they want me to come solo to give Lisa the impression that I'm single. Basically, they want me to be a pretend boyfriend for Lisa. If I come with Hannah, that will make Lisa jealous. I'm really not comfortable with this. Lisa is a nice girl, but I don't think that I'm tricking her into thinking I'm someone that I'm not. It's scummy to make someone believe I'm her boyfriend when I'm not. Plus, what if Lisa meets Hannah in the future and finds out we're together? She's already gotten in trouble in her adult care group for fighting with another girl over a guy. I (laughs) I told Kyle and his fiance, Claire, that I'm not okay with this. They told me I need to suck it up for a day because this will mean a lot to Lisa. I'm not comfortable playing pretend boyfriend, especially for someone who thinks we are the real deal. I want to drop out of the wedding at this point, but it's two weeks away. Would I be the asshole? So what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it is a nail biter of a decision a weird one. on that one, actually. It's a, it's a weird one. I agree. <laughs> I think, to be honest, though, like, I don't know if he's the asshole. I just think that they should have been more upfront with him about it. Like, to me, like, if I was in his situation, they come up to me, like, months beforehand and be like, hey, this is the issue. Do you mind just, like, doing this? So, like, 
we can like have a conflict free i'd be like yeah sure that's fine like that 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 seems reasonable if you present it like that but to be like oh yeah by the way we told her developmentally challenged sister that you're her boyfriend so like that just seems odd I think it's like the yeah it's the sneaky part of it for me that's the problem like if they had just said like hey we really want you to do us this big favor it's like a thing like it'll make her really happy like if they'd been really honest about it I'd be like that's still weird but like maybe if it's like a good friend like you do it you know but like yeah it's the fact that they didn't tell him like at all and we're super weird about it also now everyone's gonna like, he probably just thinks that everyone hates Hannah now. Like, his, his poor girlfriend, who's, yeah. like, not invited when everyone else is. Like, the other, the other groomsman's going to bring some girl off Tinder. <laughs> I know, like, the bro's like, yo, I found a hot one on Tinder. And he's like, I've dated this girl a while. He's Why like, can't what? I bring her? <laughs> I know. He's like, I've been with her for, like, three years. Like, oh. Um, yeah, so the, the comments are all basically saying, he came back and made some edits and he's like, you guys are right. This is really fucked up. <laughs> I called Kyle just now and told him we need to talk. I'll update if anything happens. Um, and then another update, he says, I'm going to need some time to calm down. My friendship with Kyle is over. And <laughs> poor guy. So this like ended a friendship basically. Damn. Yeah, geez. Yeah, it took a dark turn. Ooh, all right. <laughs> What's your next one? Am I the asshole for forgetting what I did for my husband last year for Father's Day? Hmm, Okay, interesting. Let's see. My husband, 38, and I, 36, have been married for 10 years and have three kids, eight, six, and three. Yesterday was Mother's Day, and my husband is notoriously bad at gift giving and that sort of thing. I have rather specific tastes, so I pretty much have to coach him on what to get for my birthdays, Xmas, anniversary etc but to my surprise yesterday he actually did a really good job he had the kids all make me handmade cards made me breakfast in bed and took the kids out of the house for the afternoon so i could get a mini petty and relax and got me a nice bottle of wine and some fancy cheese and chocolate last night after the kids went to bed i thanked him for a great day and expressed how surprised i was that he actually stepped up he told me i deserve it but also said that he hopes that i can do something similar for him on father's day this year I asked him what that's supposed to mean, and he asked me what I remember that I did for him last Father's Day, but I could not remember. He then reminded me that I did nothing for him for Father's Day last year. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Then I remembered that Father's Day last year, I was at my sister's wedding. My younger sister had a small out-of-state child-free wedding last June, which happened to be on Father's Day weekend. I was the maid of honor, and since our kids couldn't come, my husband stayed at home with them while I was gone from Thursday to Sunday. I had every intention of still doing something for him for Father's Day, but I must have completely forgotten, and he never brought it up to me. So I felt a little blindsided and put on the spot when he asked me to remember what I did. I told him that I was sorry I forgot to do anything for him last year, but that I don't appreciate being put on the spot like that. I also don't appreciate the implication that I purposely forgot or did nothing for him on purpose. I had a lot of things going on at the time last year, and I fully admit that I spaced it out a bit and completely forgot. That's my fault, and I accept it, but don't rub my face in it. I asked him why he just didn't bring it up to me, and he said it's not his responsibility to remind me about that sort of thing. He said he didn't bring it up because he figured I would just get defensive about it and try to make excuses exactly like I, what I was doing right now. He then reminded me that I also forgot to get him anything for his birthday last year. I told him that I didn't forget his gift was just delivered late. 
He then told me that he has access to our Amazon Prime account too and saw that I didn't even order it until the day of his birthday. I told him he was being a jerk and ruining what was up until then a perfectly good Mother's <laughs> Day. He said he's trying not to be a jerk. He's just letting me know that he needs to feel the same way that uh, that repercussion for these sorts of things. Now I feel like he only stepped up so he could rub it in my face that I did, didn't do anything for him last year. Am I the asshole? Oh my God. He's just being so petty, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think she's the asshole. I think she's like a fucking busy mom. Like I, I don't, I think he's just being petty to be petty. Like he's just making, he's just making up shit. Honestly. I mean like, yeah. Could she have ordered his birthday gift a few days sooner? Like, sure. Okay. But she probably just like fucking forgot. Like She's probably like busy raising this man's kids. Like, I don't feel bad for him. I'm sorry. Like, and also she was at her sister's wedding and was like the maid of honor. Like that's kind of, like, he obviously knew like she was out of town for like an important family event. Like that's, it's not like she was just sitting around the house doing nothing. Like, <laughs> see, I was going not the asshole until she, he said that she didn't do anything for him for her his birthday. And then I'm like, okay, like, yeah. Like ordering it the day of is pretty much like, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. Like. I don't know. To me, I'm like, yeah, it's one. It's okay if it's like one or the other, but like to get forget Father's Day to not do anything for his birthday, that's kind of shit. Yeah, I think he's just like taking it to the extreme, though. Like I like, yeah, that's kind of like like she could do better for sure. But I like, also yeah, like, don't. I I feel like he's just intentionally being petty, also. But I mean, it's not like he didn't do anything. He just said, "Hey, I want you to do something for me," and she, she's like, "No, that's rude." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of love Black. it though. I'm sorry. Like, I, I this is funny to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Wow. Well, great. <laughs> Can't remember why I did for you. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why I forgot. Sorry. That's the best this. part. Like so petty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my All right, god. What you got? Okay, so this one's actually from Slate. This is a Dear Prudence, because sometimes I come across these and I just, I'm like, that's the wildest thing I've ever heard. All right. Okay. Dear Prudence, six weeks ago, my husband of almost three years took off. I came home from work to find him standing in the kitchen with a suitcase, saying that it was nothing personal, but he needed to get away for a while. And then he left. I didn't hear from him or see him for five weeks. I was hurt, but I was also frantic with worry. I thought we were very happy, and this came completely out of the blue. He didn't go to work. They said he'd taken a leave of absence. He hasn't spoken to any of our friends about this, and his parents claimed that he wasn't in touch with them either. He came back last Thursday. He refuses to answer any questions about where he was and what he was doing. He is also a little angry with me for, quote, involving our friends and family in, quote, his personal business. I am, to I am torn between thinking that he was having some kind of crisis and thinking that he spent the last five and a half weeks with another woman. Now that he's home, he seems to want me to forget this ever happened and pick up right where we left off. I have told him that he needs to tell me where he's been and what he's done or he can leave again. He says he's not talking about it anymore and is not going anywhere. What should I do? <laughs> what the fuck? It's <laughs> <This is> insane. <laughs> That is insane. The title caught me and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> that's like grounds for divorce though, I think. Like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it really is. I don't really get those people. <laughs> like the fact that he just like refused to say, like 
he's like refusing to talk about it and he's like no don't acknowledge it don't tell anyone about it everything's normal we're fine like what no you can't just disappear for five weeks oh my god no it's truly insane i feel like he's like like truly like he went through like a mental health like break or something or or he's like having an affair i don't know like yeah like her her guesses are like as good as mine like i would think the same two things probably um but basically the dear prudence writer wrote back and says unless he can introduce you to his cia case officer who explains that you can't be privy to the details of his mission you have a huge problem (laughs) which is accurate (laughs) um she basically said like what he did is inexcusable um this this should make you reassess your marriage pretty much which i've never also i've also never seen her really be like this like extreme with anyone but she's pretty much like she's pretty much saying like yeah you should like get a divorce like like that's crazy yeah but like yeah i think that's the wildest dear prudence i've ever read i was just like because normally it's like oh my sister is mad at me for this thing (laughs) this one's like my husband left me i was like oh (laughs) okay very chill very cool there's one on reddit that i didn't read it's actually the most popular i'm out of the asshole but it was like basically like a girl got pregnant her husband her boyfriend left her Mm -hmm. and wouldn't answer any of her phone calls so then like during the pregnancy she lost her child (gasps) and she tried to contact both his mom and the husband to like let him know but they never picked up so then one day she comes home this is like five months later and her ex is just like sitting like in her apartment with his arms crossed. What? And so she tells him, and then he like gets mad and screams at her, and then gets everyone in his life to call her and be like, "You're such an asshole for not telling him that his son died." What? And she's like, "I fucking tried, man. You didn't pick what? up the fucking phone." What? Yeah. Oh my god. It was insane. It was just like depressing to read all of it, but like it truly like it just like haunted me to like think about it. That's so depressing. Oh my God. Wow. Damn. Okay. What's your next one? <laughs> well, no, but people, other people who don't take care of their kids. Oh no. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Am I the asshole for not helping my neighbor with her kids after her husband left her? Okay. Okay. Interesting. I don't think that's really your responsibility as a neighbor, but like, sure. Let's, let's hear what we have to say. <laughs> background info my husband and i late 20s male female live next door to jack and jill for two years we have a son who's six years old and they have two kids who are similar ages but a little bit older all the kids go to the same elementary school and i used to see jack in the car rider line our neighborhood is relatively close to our school so the school bus does not pick up here we have to walk or drive our kids to school jack and jill have constantly had loud fights ever since we moved in And by fights, I mostly mean Jill would scream at Jack and kick him out of the house on a weekly basis. Normally, he would sleep in his car and come back inside in the morning after she leaves for work. Jill works as a CNA in a nearby hospital, the 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. shift. Jack worked from home, like I do, which left him to take the kids to school. Well, after the last fight, Jack packed up all his shit and left, flew back home to his mother in a different country. Jill recently came to me saying that she has no one to watch her kids for roughly 5 a.m., to 6, 7 p.m. She asked if I could send them over uh, in the morning, have me watch them and feed them breakfast, and then take them to school, and then later pick them up and feed them dinner and 
watch them till she gets off work. I explained to her that being expected to be a second parent, basically to two kids, is not something I'm really interested in. I asked how much she was willing to pay, and she said she expected me to do it for free, since she has no friends and no one else to ask. She also asked if I would watch them on the weekends so she could pick up extra shifts. Otherwise, she wouldn't be able to pay the rent. I told her absolutely fucking not and that she's insane basically to think I'd agree to something so unreasonable when we aren't even friends and our kids aren't even friends either. My husband thinks I was an asshole and that we should offer to at least help somewhat with the kids. My stance is we both know she wouldn't do the same for us if the roles were reversed since Jill isn't really a nice person. Am I the asshole? No, she's not the asshole. What the hell? That's what you pay people for. Like... (laughs) And hire, I like the whole extra hire a part, hire a babysitter, yeah, and don't ask for even more help. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can oh, see in the morning, like, hey, can you make sure like the kids get to school? And like, that's reasonable. But yeah, to, like, that's like a okay, maybe if I'm doing it anyway for like my kid, yeah. but like, but no, that's like that's just so crazy. Like, I could see like, yeah, like the before school thing, like maybe, but yeah, anything else, like. No, that's what people hire like full-time nannies for. Like you're literally asking for like a parent for your children. Like, <laughs> no, it was like even why to the would point s- of like almost like every day of the week too. Like not even just like and why would some yeah. ran- why would some random neighbor do that for you? Like you're not even friends. That's so weird. You no, know, I like that. Like, how much are you willing to pay me? Oh no, I, you should do it for free. That's crazy. Oh, bitch, no. <laughs> like, bitch, no, that's insane. <laughs> like God, what is wrong with people? Um What's okay. Last one? So my last one is a is an interesting one. Um okay, am I the asshole for refusing to give up my Neopets account to my niece? Wait, <laughs> I saw this one blow up, but I did not read it, but I was very curious. It's a crazy it. one. It's pretty crazy. Okay. All right. Okay, so I'm upset and confused and I told my sister and brother-in-law I would post here to settle this argument so they will be seeing this and reading this as well. For those who don't know, Neopets is a virtual pet game site that was really popular around around the late 90s, early 2000s. I love how she gives us like a full background on it in case we don't know. (laughs) Like, have we been living under a rock? Maybe. (laughs) It it kind of died uh, died out a little bit for a while, but has recently started to get popular again. I've been playing for years. My account is 18 years old, and it has the stats to reflect that. Pets, avatars, stamps, trophies, etc. If you don't play, it may not mean a lot, and not to brag, but I have a rather impressive account due to the <laughs> fact that I've been playing so long. <laughs> not to brag. <laughs> I love this like humble brag built in. Okay. I'm a 34-year-old female and have no I have no kids. I'm not child-free, but I just don't have any. My sister, a 32-year-old female, and brother-in-law, a 34-year-old male, have a daughter, 11-year-old female, who has been very sickly all her life. I'll not go into exactly what is wrong with her, but she's been in and out of hospitals a lot in her young life and recently had to go back in again for a few weeks. Sad face emoji. <laughs> I know that one that one sent me a little bit when I read it <laughs> sad face emoji sad face does, emoji does it spell it out or is no it no there's like an actual sad face emoji there but I wish it literally was typed out sad face emoji, sad face emoji. <laughs> I, I wish it was so good okay I recently learned that she's been playing on neopets.com for a few months to help pass the time when she's not feeling well she's really gotten into it and from what my sister says talks about it a lot She was excited to learn I also play, and we talked about it when I visited her. I looked up her account and gifted her a bunch of stuff, expensive stuff that would be hard for a newer account to get. In-game stuff using in-game money, which can be kind of hard to earn in large amounts. 
Anyway, long story short, she asked how I can afford the stuff I sent her. It was worth millions of Neopets money, I guess, and how I have all the stuff my account has. I explained I had been playing for 18 years, did every plot, event, etc. Well, apparently she got upset at the huge difference between our two accounts and asked for more stuff. When I told her no, she started crying to my sister and brother-in-law about it. My brother-in-law came over and asked if I could gift my account to his to my niece for her upcoming birthday, which she was going to have to spend in the hospital. She said it would mean the world to her. I said, no, I've had this account since before she was born, before we even met my brother-in-law. I don't want to get rid of it. I still play on it literally every day. Well, he got mad and tried guilt tripping me. I'm an adult and she's a child and it would make her happy in a rough time in her life. I'm happy to help her learn the tricks and trades of the game, but I'm not giving away my account. She tried to buy it off me, but I still said no. Now he is super pissed and got my sister and parents on their side. I'm being hounded every day for this and being called an asshole because it's all my niece will talk about and she really wants it. I feel bad because she's just a little girl in the hospital and guilty for not giving it. I offered to send a bunch of stuff to her account again, but she wants my stats so she's not treated like such a newbie who doesn't know anything by other players too. I feel guilty for this, but I want to keep my account. Am I the asshole? No. I don't think so. No, I agree. No, really no. <laughs> I agree. What do the Reddit comments say? Um, they all pretty much say she's not the asshole. Yeah. Yeah, everyone pretty much agrees. But like, also, I kind of like... I kind of get why all of Reddit agrees. I I think it's like a little less like clear cut than that, but also like I'm not like a game person. Like I I will never relate to this on any level. So like I personally have a hard time being like, yeah, just give it to like like why you need to keep this? Just give it to her. Like she's a kid or whatever. But Reddit is very much like internet people, so there's obviously like a <laughs> there's a clearly like a skewed like bias here of like people who are going to say no that's your adult neopets account and you should keep it forever so like <laughs> so they're all like not the asshole obviously but like i mean i i agree like i don't think she should really give it up like it is her she's put in the work or whatever but i do think the whole question is silly in the first place i'm kind of like okay like why are we even talking about this <laughs> well, to me too it's just like she spent like 18 years like i don't give a shit about neopets but like she spent the last 18 years building up her profile like she's really into it like to me it's just weird that like some kid comes along and it's like i want your account no matter what the situation is it's just odd that they, like everyone's just like oh no give the child your account that you've been working on all this time just because it's not yeah. really like as taken seriously as like something equivalent i guess like a lot of GTA people were saying or... yeah well and also like a lot of people were saying like oh well like you should ask your brother-in-law for like if he if you they say like you like his car so you should just like have it and like see what he yeah. says so, like people were basically making the argument of like if this were about something physical like would it be different like would would people view it differently so um yeah i don't i don't think she should have to give it up either but i do yeah. think the whole thing like really escalated <laughs> i'm like this is pretty insane <laughs> uh, yeah um all right well that's our stories so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with some conspiracy corner And we're back and it's time for Conspiracy Corner. I know you all have missed it in the past few weeks. Um, can't get enough of those conspiracies, right? <laughs> all right. So what have you brought for us today? I have been holding on this one for a bit. Okay. 
Um, I'm actually really excited because I think you're going to really dig it, actually. Oh, I'm excited. Um, have you heard of the 1957 wrestling riot? Ooh, no. This is very fun. So, um, 1957. Okay. <laughs> Behind the Bastards has been covering Vince McMahon. They have like a six part series. I it's- saw that. It's actually their most controversial episode ever. Like it's like blew up on social media. Oh, really? No, I I think I because I don't follow Behind the Bastards, but I think I saw it on social media because and I was like, oh shit, they're doing Vince McMahon. Like because I follow some um some wrestling like subreddits and they were talking about it. So, wow. Yeah. Um, no, but it's been kind of interesting because the first two parts have been like really early life, but they've kind of tried to like grab in random like wrestling history, like history okay. like every yeah. now and then. Fun. And okay. so this one was like one of the most insane stories I've ever heard, which oh is God. odd. Have you heard of Dr. Jerry Graham? I don't think so. You can kind of picture him. So just like picture like a 1950s wrestler with like bleach blonde hair and okay. like you have exactly like what I'm, he looked mm-hmm. like. Yep, I'm picturing um, it. Okay. <laughs> I got the got it in my head. <laughs> it was uh, Vince McMahon's favorite wrestler growing up. Um, okay. Amazing. his famous thing is that he would uh, smoke a cigar and then he would take $100 bills with him and just light them on fire just to show that he's a fucking boss amazing I love Truly, that I love this man and also they said like he probably messed up Vince McMahon because like this dude is just like a straight up alcoholic and so like Vince McMahon would just hang out with him and so yeah like when you get like an alcoholic wrestler talking to a small child it's not a good thing. <laughs> only good only good things can come from that I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> okay amazing so they used to do these uh Madison Square Garden like called MSG in the ring and so they would have these like gigantic fights. And so this is one of those fights this year. So um, kind of how older wrestling was different than newer is sometimes during fights, like they would actually turn into fights because mm-hmm. like, I mean, they were fake, yeah. but essentially like it would get heated up enough for like they'd get pissed off at each other and just like start brawling essentially. Okay, amazing, amazing. So this is what happened on this one. Uh, so our uh, buddy, Dr. Jerry, went mm-hmm. up against Dick the Bruiser. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I really Dick like the it. Bruiser. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, these two are duking it out. And then at a certain point, um, they just got pissed off each other and just like started like really busting it. I think uh, Dr. Jerry like hit him in the eye and so he started bleeding. And so then they just started punching each other. And this is one of those things where I think the fights were supposed to last to like 11 p.m. at night. Mm -hmm. And so they had things scheduled. This is going to be the last fight. But this went on so long, they had like the refs had to call it. Uh So they called it in Dr. Jerry's favor because he was supposed to win the fight. Despite the fact that like Dr. Jerry was like essentially getting his ass kicked because like this dude was just like beating the tar out of him. Amazing. So once this happened, apparently Dick the Bruiser had a big, like... <laughs> Dick the Bruiser, portico- I can't. <laughs> every time, big, every time like, you say it. <laughs> I know, it's great. <laughs> he had a, like, huge Puerto Rican fan base. Great, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and so all these Puerto Ricans, like, decide, like, injustice has occurred, so they're going to storm the wrestling rink. Mm, yeah, good, as you do, yes. There's another wrestler who was, like, 
just watching it called Eduardo Carpenter. Anyway, he's just like, he used to be an NFL lineman. And then he also became a WWE wrestler. So by all those accounts, like you don't fuck with this man. Clearly like he is a giant, don't do it. So Dr. Jerry was recounting this event and said that like Eduardo would just like pick up like a Puerto Rican man with one hand and just throw him into the audience. And he just kept doing this. Like he was like, it was like watching someone throw potatoes is the way that they described it. I mean, honestly, like that's impressive. Like I, I would be yeah. impressed. <laughs> Can't even be mad. <laughs> so there was about 13,000 fans. Um, they ended up hurting about 300 chairs throughout all the shenanigans. Very cool. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of people who had to like go to the hospital. They find $3,000 for inciting a riot. They were trying to ban wrestling after this happened because this caused like such commotion. Mm. All that ended up happening was that they just like banned like 14 year, 14 year old kids or under from attending. So not really anything. Cause I don't really think any like 14 year old kids went. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, the kids shouldn't be seeing this, but everything else is fine. <laughs> like... There was a neat story that added on to it about Dr. Jerry because he's my favorite psychopath I think I may, may have ever heard about. We 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 stand Dr. Jerry. <laughs> so he apparently was a huge mama's boy. Of course he was. Okay. So his mother passed away. Oh. Rip. And he, <laughs> he showed up at the hospital where she died uh -huh. with a shotgun, his 12-year-old son, and demanded to see his mother. And like when they like wouldn't let him see her, he just started throwing people. He eventually finds her dead corpse and like puts her over his shoulder. And like security guards like keep trying to like tackle him. Sir, that's just, illegal. Like, you can't just yeah. like tamper with a dead body. Like, sir. He <laughs> was like throwing security guards with one hand as he was like bawling and like carrying his carrying mother his dead on his mother? shoulder. No. Yeah. It's no. literally like King Kong in a hospital. That is too much. Oh my God. Oh God. No, man. These rest old wrestling stories are just like unhinged as hell. I love them so even, much. It's so funny because even like if you watch like old wrestling stuff, like I've been watching a lot of like older WWE like shows where that's basically like highlight shows or like shows where yeah. they talk about like the greatest moments from like certain matches and stuff. Even like not that long ago, like wrestling that was so unhinged like I, I mean it still is but in like a funny way but like there was stuff that they would do before where you're just like how did they show that on tv like how are they doing this like that's crazy like there's some insane stuff and just like crazy storylines like that you're just like wow okay they shouldn't have done that like no. <laughs> it's wild like even like the 80s and 90s like insane <laughs> Oh, no, my man. favorite, uh, I don't really have a funny story about him other than the fact that he drank a lot and gambled, but my favorite wrestling name that they've covered so far is Tootsmont. Okay, I love that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> Dick Bruiser is also up there as well. But... Dick the Bruiser. Mm-hmm. Love it. Wow. Well, what a time. What a good time. What a time indeed. I really would, I would have loved to have been there to watch just people get thrown into chairs. The dream. Yeah. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. My dream is to go to a WWE live event and get like 
front row seat because I want someone to be physically like thrown from the ring and like onto my body. Like that's the dream for me. Um, maybe someday those tickets are not cheap, but um, working on it. I was going to say, I think those are probably like only like given out to like certain people. I don't think you buy them. You can buy them, but they're like so expensive. Fuck. <laughs> the front row, like the front row ones are like crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. So my theory that I've brought today is actually a it's an it's a reddit thread and the question was really interesting oh, um, nice. yeah so the question was what's the scariest theory that you know of okay I want to hear these so these, these aren't so these aren't like necessarily like conspiracy theories per se but these are like more like scientific theories mostly that like haven't there's no way you can really prove them but they're like you're like fuck like you'll see what I mean okay so we'll, let's just dive in um, okay, so first up is the dark forest theory. The reason why we don't see any evidence of alien life out there is that no one is keen to broadcast themselves with the risk of being detected by more hostile civilizations. This is particularly scary for me because we have been beaming out radio signals into space. Plus, we have a probe out there with a golden disc detailing what we look like and where we are. So basically, the theory is that like all the other alien life forms out there are like no that's dumb we don't want to be found we know what's out there and we're just like beep beep come find us <laughs> like <laughs> so kind of unsettling <laughs> have you heard the interesting theory about like why we really haven't encountered alien life no there's some others in here too though but what's what's yours this one actually like i think is real to a degree it's that like if you take the earth like in all its history human life is just like a infinitely small percentage of that time yeah so because of the way like um light waves work like going into like light years for like someone else to see us it would be like millions upon millions of years later probably before another culture sees us and it like works the same way so it'd be pretty hard for like two light forms like millions of light years apart to actually like meet each other that's true and that makes sense actually so yeah i i think that is reasonable also um okay next up quantum immortality the idea that every time you die your consciousness shifts to a part of the multiverse where you would have survived so this is literally some marvel shit like <laughs> um, yeah yeah i don't know about that one um it is interesting though did you um, ever see everything everywhere all at once no, I haven't seen it yet. It's the one good multiverse movie. Okay, yeah. I, I need, like, less of the multiverse, honestly, in my life, I think. <laughs> um, okay, next up. It's theorized that some neutron stars, um, stars made of pure and extremely densely packed neutrons, can break down into even smaller elementary particles called quarks, which quarks is a fun word. <laughs> that is. And it just sounds like quirky. It's quarks. But it's like, it's like quirk with an A. I love it. Quarks. Okay. And become strange stars made of strange matter. If a strange star were to collide with another strange star, it could potentially eject bits of itself, strangelets, into space. If one of these strangelets were to hit Earth, it could theoretically infect regular matter and convert the entire planet into strange matter almost instantly, killing everything in the process. It's not confirmed that strange matter would behave this way, but it is certainly a possibility within the known physics. 
So that one, I am, I don't even know. I'm very confused by, but I just like quarks and strangelets. I think those are fun words. It just seems like he made up a bunch of words. I think so. But, you know, kudos for trying. Um, This one unsettled me a little bit. Boltzmann brain or brain in a jar. Not sure if I should count them separately here. Basically, there is no way you can prove you aren't a disembodied brain hallucinating your entire reality. <laughs> oh, that's kind of like the whole, like, I mean, that happens with movies a lot. So, like, I think that's kind of like the Matrix. It's like the, it's like the premise of the Matrix. Yeah. Like, everything you're living in is, like, not real. Like, it's it's not reality yeah did you ever um, hear the uh, actual real thing which was whenever the tr- after the truman show came out people ooh. started having that delusion that they were like in the truman show yeah oh that's it fun. actually like created like a psychological illness to a degree okay that's crazy but yeah that the, if you see that movie when you're young enough like it does make you like question your entire reality like <laughs> it really does fuck you up a little <laughs> It does um it's kind of like the Westworld thing too with the things that they're when they're always asking them like do you question the nature of your reality like they're always asking the host that <laughs> um and then the top comment on that one which is really funny I'm upset my brain isn't coming up with a more interesting life <laughs> that's true if I could do anything it's valid why like this? why would your brain come up with this yeah um okay uh this oh this one's also really unsettling. The idea of solipsism, um, although it's more of a philosophical idea than a theory. Um, solipsism holds that knowledge of anything outside one's own mind is unsure. The external world and other minds cannot be known and might not exist outside of our mind. It's definitely scary to think that you could be the only self-aware thing in the universe. Everybody else you interact with might seem like they are, but you can't prove it. Um if that were true, you're all alone in, the, alone in this bizarre universe and everything that you thought was real isn't. So again, it's kind of like the matrixy thing of like, are you just living in like your own reality that you've like made up kind of? So very unsettling. Um, I think one of the crazier ones I saw was, um, so there was a guy who like came out of a coma, but his like memory he eventually got his memory back, but his memory would like keep resetting like every minute or two. Ooh, that's scary. But like it was really weird because like every time he'd reset, like he'd be coming out of a coma for the first time. Mm-hmm. He made the same joke over and over again. Oh, weird. So his brain was just like frozen in like the certain like. So it's kind of like a robot. Like it's kind of like weird, like how it's like a robot response. But there's like yeah. there's a theory out there that like we ultimately don't really have any choices because like the way that you're structured, you're like bound to make like your brain's decision. gonna do the same thing. Yeah, it's oh, weird. Yeah, right. Oh, I don't like that. No. <laughs> um. This is another alien life form one, the Fermi paradox. Um, The idea that we haven't seen any evidence of extraterrestrial life, yet we know it is almost impossible for there not to be life out there is very subtly scary. Um, What if they just don't want to be found or are perfectly capable of avoiding detection or have just been waiting and observing us? Um, Also a little unsettling. Yeah, it is. But I think it kind of more like, uh, do you know about like the Venus moon Titan? Yeah, kind of like the way that like the atmosphere works, it's not like really like similar to Earth, but mm-hmm. like uh, I think it's like more carbon based. So like essentially like the 
whatever is on that planet, it's more like a carbon based than oxygen based. So I think yeah. things more like that is like, I don't really know if I like, expect to see like exactly like humanoids, but like, yeah, yeah there's gotta be life. In a, there's like, life forms. And maybe there's types of life that we don't even, we can't even detect, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah, like we don't know everything. Um, okay. And then last but not least, that my mother-in-law keeps quote accidentally leaving things at my house because she is slowly moving in <laughs> yeah that one's real i think that's the best theory yet and i think it's real <laughs> that's also like the girlfriend theory too i'm just like oh man i lost my hair clip over there slowly she just starts leaving more and more stuff yeah 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 me and Wait, kim can are... i have a drawer Hold me on, and kim were laughing about that the other day how we basically both did that to our now husbands but hey it worked <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so those are my theories um yeah i just think those are fun and like slightly unsettling but pretty crazy Ooh. um all right next topic up um you have a porn star story for us and i do not know where this is going so tell me more this one's very interesting actually hold on let me exit out this other thing i had okay do you know of this porn star riley reed uh i i couldn't like picture her but i i've heard the name i know she's very famous yeah i mean just if you don't know her just picture like dark haired porn star lady um got it (laughs) (laughs) great description you nailed that (laughs) i mean to a degree all the porn stars look the same i was gonna say like there's definitely like a certain look yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) No offense to her. I, I no offense to Riley Reed. I'm sure she's a lovely and unique flower, but like, come on. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, honestly, this story, like, whatever your feelings are on porn stars, like, this story will make you empathize. So I already empathize with porn stars. Like, that's yeah, hard work. Sure. Like, no, absolutely. <laughs> so she wrote this thing, or she, I guess she had a video post online of she earned millions from doing porn, but my adult film career ruined my life um she basically went on to detail that like as she was becoming famous like she had a really close relationship with her mother Mm -hmm. but like the more famous she got like i mean like she's one of the top porn stars i guess so like she makes millions like it's not just like oh i'm like doing little like she lives in a mansion like she's doing well so yeah she realized like as she was doing this like her mom was just like in it for her money like she didn't really like care anything about her anymore damn so like she had to basically like remove her mother out of her life and then her father remarried but he's super religious so he will talk to her on the phone but he will never like see her face to face because he's worried about what other people will think of him that's brutal that's so sad and so she like went to detail of just like how like it was hard for her even to like go on dates just because it's a bunch of dudes who just like are excited to like fuck a porn star. Yeah. And she was just saying how just like, yeah, just like made like actually wanting to like live her life terrible, which like is weird because she, I know a lot of people in the industry who will like decry porn is just like really difficult because like you're just like here it is like basically you're just like rubbing your genitals on something to a degree. Like there's not really a much like passion or love or like connection no and it's like i mean it's like physically demanding like it's hard on it's hard on you like on your body and stuff like yeah no it's a hard job like so what's interesting is she didn't really decry the work that much she said like she generally like enjoyed what she did it was just like more all the after effects like made her just like feel like incredibly isolated which i don't know it's like a weird 
thing. I should probably watch some more of those like Netflix documentaries, but just like the life of actual porn stars to me is just like so fascinating. It is. It's super interesting. Have you watched any of those? Like they're called after porn ends or whatever. And there's like two or three of them. I think they've made at this point. I think I watched the very first one on Netflix like a long time ago. They are, any of the ones. they are really good. They're so interesting. Honestly, I think everyone should watch them. Like literally if you've ever like consumed porn in any way, like you should watch these. Like, it, yeah, they're really interesting. Um, but yeah, no, porn stars work hard. That's so sad though. Like, wow. Why is her family so shitty? <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> That's what everyone said too. It's just like, yeah, I get it. Like there's like a certain like moral pariah in our society that we attribute to it but like still it's just like i don't know if i had a daughter and she did it like i'd just be like yeah sure you do your thing like get that money girl like yeah like i don't don't really want to see it but i'll support you i mean if she's clearly like she's making a lot of money she's clearly in it in that like obviously there are a lot of huge issues in the porn industry but at least in her case it sounds like she's not being coerced she hasn't been forced into this she's doing it she's fully aware of what she's doing you know she's making a lot of money she says overall she doesn't mind the work I mean in that case like I why would you not be okay with that and like support your child you know like if they were being like trafficked into it or something obviously I'd have issues but like yeah I mean she's clearly there of her own you know volition like I just yeah I don't know why you would like be shitty about that like it sucks damn all right well um on to a lighter topic I came across just like this very funny list and I love this topic so I wanted to talk about it with you um you know the the concept of getting the ick the like, ick are you familiar with this? Maybe not. I th- okay, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a thing that's more common for girls. So I think it's been started by girls as like, okay, it's like this thing where like you're you're into a guy, but then like they do one thing. It can and it can be something really little or insignificant, but it's just like for whatever reason it like quote gives you the ick, and then like you can't. It's really hard to recover from getting the ick. Like once you get the ick with someone it's really hard to like go back and be like like see them as like attractive or like oh I want to date this person or something like it's like and it's just like these little things but like it's really funny and I just love this concept I think it's hilarious um I've heard girls on other pods talk about it and I love it um so I came across this list of people it's like the list is people are sharing the funniest things that have given them the ick so I want to read some of these because they're so good okay we slept together and when he left my room the next day he said peace out and saluted me (laughs) (laughs) so like stuff like that like that's so good right you know because then you're just like wow I never want to have sex with this person again like (laughs) Um, seriously um he posted a photo or he posted a video of him eating a hot dog in a very animalistic way and all his friends in the comments were calling him the glizzy gobbler <laughs> dude that's so embarrassing i would never so embarrassing, kill myself right? i'll be honest i know um <laughs> he said he had a quote sore tummy grow up what, <laughs> what? that's so good um my ex and I had an argument and he went into the garden and kicked the air and lost his slide sandal over the fence. 
Oh my god. Like I love these. These are just so good. Like it's so funny to just picture these. Like it's just like I don't know how to explain the ick, but it's just like this undefined, like, wow, that was really cringe and like unattractive and also just like embarrassing for you and like I'll never get over it. Like kind of it's like a combination of factors. Um <laughs> He invited me back to his place and told me to wait in his room because he had a surprise for me. Imagine my surprise when he comes into the room juggling some tennis balls. Oh, okay. That is a surprise. I mean, she it's a surprise. surprise was wasn't, it but is, he, he wasn't is, wrong. No, it is truly a surprise. Like, I'm surprised. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, <laughs> she oh this one's actually from a, a guy i think so normally it's girls saying this okay she asked if she could pray for me and when i said yes because i was horny she took my hands <laughs> in, yeah he has to put the disclaimer of like look i was horny i'm sorry um she took my hands in her hands and literally started speaking in tongues <laughs> oh oh no yeah. Oh gosh! Oh, oh the that's things some shit that would happen to me. That is some shit that would happen to you because yeah. you were horny. Like that's one hundred percent accurate. Um, okay, a few more. Um, we were at the beach, and I saw him get knocked over by a wave and struggle to get back up. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, no. dude's having a rough day. <laughs> that is. Oh my gosh! This one, like I. I like laughed out loud when I read this the first time. He got too nervous to kiss me and stole my nose instead. Stole his nose? Like, got your nose. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Just the thought of a man starting a dance circle. Someone said is the best it ever. Oof. And I'm like, that is cringe. That's that rough. is cringe. <laughs> That's rough. Um, <laughs> inability to properly put on sunscreen which I don't know what properly means but I can picture yeah. someone doing it very wrong and like I do I do get that like just like white smears everywhere or something like yeah I, I could see it but also there is also <laughs> no good way to put on there's sunscreen. no it's true there's no good way to put on sunscreen it's so sad we need to fix this like as a society honestly um <laughs> running to chase a receipt in the wind oh that is the worst that's pretty embarrassing uh. Uh, and the last one i think this is a harry potter reference grabbed his soft penis and said wingardium leviosa to get it hard didn't i read that story <laughs> no it was a girl doing it that time this is like if the guy did it to himself like oh, his own penis. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> like he's trying to cast a spell on his own penis. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we'll stop there. But um, given this enlightening list, um, do you have any personal icks yourself where if like a girl did something, you would just be like, that's it for me. Like, and it's got and like, like something minor, you know, like it's got to be a true ick. It can't be like a major like deal breaker or red flag. It has to be something like, like silly where you're still just like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to think, because I, I feel like to a degree. I feel like the I pr the praying for you, I feel like has like all like honestly happened to you. So like I feel like that's one. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like I I feel like I have a very high tolerance in certain situations. You, like if you're just you do enough, you have an extremely high tolerance for X. <laughs> it's true. I do. I'm trying to think. Oh, um, 
I don't know if she like unveiled a curtain to be like, hey, my husband's here. He wants to just, like watch. I'd be like, okay, bye. Like, <laughs> I think we're done here. <laughs> bye. Oh See ya. <laughs> I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to imagine. Like I, so I feel like a major ick that's like very common is like when guys get like too drunk, like just like, I don't know. Like I, and it's like super common, but just like, there's like an okay kind of drunk. And then there's just like a really cringy kind of drunk. And like certain guys are just like the really cringy kind of drunk. And you're just like, I can't, I can't be around you. This is embarrassing for everyone. Like, no, thank you. You know? So I feel like that's one. Um, that's probably very common guys. Like we'll talk like super loud drunk too. Oh yeah. 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 That's a bad one for sure. Also, I think guys who just like Okay, like perfect example. <laughs> I was getting like secondhand ick. Okay, remember when we were in Kansas City and we were in the speakeasy at the bottom of the hotel and the date yes. in the booth behind yes. us? That guy was like the perfect example of giving the ick. Like he was, for reference, everyone, dear listeners at home, this guy was in like this like pretty quiet speakeasy. Like it was like a full speakeasy vibe. So it's like underground, like, you know, swanky and whatnot. And like, we're sitting at this booth and then the next booth is this couple who's like clearly on a date. And I think it was probably a first date. I don't know. I didn't, I couldn't really tell probably a first date. And like, he was like talking so loud. Like we heard their whole conversation and like about like halfway through the date, he's just like, fun fact like really loud and then just start sharing like an obscure fact about fucking like oceans 13 or something and we were just like what the fuck like and me and joe are movie nerds like we'll share fun facts about movies all the time that's we do that but just the way this guy did this was like so unbearably cringe like that like if she did if she didn't get the ick like i don't know what she's doing honestly like that was crazy so yeah i think that is a good one um so yeah that's that's the ick so now you know um and you have you're armed with many examples of what gives people the ick um so i guess basically don't do any of the things we listed is what we're saying yeah really don't do any of that shit just don't do it (laughs) don't don't be out there giving people the ick honestly um and that's that (laughs) um all right so Next up, I have just like a few headlines I want to hit on like real quick. Um, a lot's happened in the past few weeks since we've been gone. Um, first up, I just want to address that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow went on Call Her Daddy, which I don't, I used to listen to actually. I no longer listen, but it's a very big podcast. Um, she went and did an interview on Call Her Daddy where she spilled a lot of tea about like her past like famous relationships. And she called Ben Affleck, quote, technically excellent in bed. And nobody can figure out what this means. So I just wanted to get your take on this. What do you think she meant by that? Oh, we talked about it in person. I was like, I swear we talked about We this. did talk about this like in person, but I think the listeners need to hear. Like, I just, I don't know how to interpret that. I go back and forth. Like, it could mean like, so it means like yes, I think he's to me, very, means, like, like he's very skilled, but it still wasn't yeah. good. I, I don't know. Like, do you think she's it meant it in a good way? I don't know. I think she meant it in a good way. I think she meant it as in like, when there's a dude I wanted to like, bang me crazy but I like didn't want any like actual relationship I called Ben Affleck okay so you think he's just like a good lay but it's not like romantic or anything yeah I mean like she was like dating Brad Pitt at the time so okay. I mean yeah really, like I get it and she said that Brad Pitt was like romantic like I'm 
like, this is amazing. This is so passionate. Like we're going to get married sex. Like she basically said that like Brad Pitt was more like the, the romantic one. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Which makes sense. Like he hasn't really had that many girlfriends in, in general, like to the capacity that Brad Pitt could. Brad Pitt seems like kind of a wife guy, you know, without like yeah. actually really having that many wives. Like he seems like committed to relationships. Yeah, it's true. Um, ben Affleck's a fuck boy. I think we all know that, but apparently he's good at being a fuck boy. So good for him. <laughs> ben Affleck um, just seems miserable no matter what he's doing. I know. And I love that for him. <laughs> um okay so we got that one next up um matthew lawrence famous f- former disney channel star recently yeah. spilled this some tea um some some rather dark tea i shall say um about how let me get the exact quote he said that his agency um his like acting agency fired him after he refused to quote take his clothes off for an award-winning director okay oh what, this one yeah, yeah yeah yes who do we who do we think this is about like he shared this kind know. of like in light of the me too movement and stuff but basically saying that like a director like basically like pretty much wanted to like sexually exploit him <laughs> like and then his agency dropped him um because of it so i don't know i just want to know who we think this is about i don't know because i don't really want to like guess wrong where like yeah i don't want to like implicate good. anyone so but i i haven't gonna, been able to find like i haven't been able to find speculation two, i'm gonna throw out two that suck okay because i don't really worry about like offending them i'll throw out joss wheaton and brett ratner okay i think we're comfortable with saying they suck anyway so i i don't no, think, I think that, it's a unanimous vote yeah yeah, suck, yeah. So this is like bad. this is like saying like oh maybe harvey weinstein harassed someone like yeah like i think it's hey, maybe kevin that. spacey wasn't good to work with level <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, think, I think we all feel comfortable with that um but yeah i i haven't really even been able to find a lot of speculation online about this but um pretty dark pretty sad um I'm glad that like more men have been coming out about stuff like this yeah. happening though too. I feel like after Brendan Fraser and then like his comeback and like his now success and stuff, I feel like more men are like coming forward as well with their stories. So I think like it's going in the right direction, I hope. But yeah. Um all right. Uh two more quick headlines. Um the <laughs> the pasta in the New Jersey Woods case has been like seemingly solved um they claim to have solved it but like i don't buy the excuse they gave they basically said that like someone was like cleaning out their a neighbor or something was like cleaning out their parents old house and i guess they had like stockpiled pasta like during the pandemic and then like he didn't know where to throw it away because something was fucked up with the city's trash collection or something so instead he just like dumped it in the woods i like don't know if i buy it i i want i want a bigger I want a bigger conspiracy theory here. Like, I, I think this goes all the way to the top and I will accept nothing less. Like, I, yeah. I need more is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I don't like the conclusion that we've come to with that story. No, I really don't like that at yeah. all. It's it's pretty upsetting. Um. Okay. And then my last headline that I want to hit, Um. this is a crazy one. Have you been following the thing about the um the the tech founder guy who was like brutally stabbed wait yeah hold on i i don't know it as well but like i i've heard the overall headlines and shit give me the like little tldr okay yeah so it's super crazy so he is the cash app founder um his name is bob lee so he was murdered 
um, recently, like a couple weeks ago. Um, so basically he founded the cash app. He was a big tech executive. Um, he was stabbed and killed a while back, like a few weeks ago. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Well, then turns out he was living this like super seedy, like underground lifestyle. Um, so it's this thing that's known in wealthy tech circles as quote, the lifestyle, and it's like this underground party scene. So it's like a lot of recreational drug use, like casual sex, et cetera. Exactly what you'd think it is. Um, so he was participating in this. He was partying. Um, he was, I guess, banging the wife of like a prominent plastic surgeon or something who was also like in this lifestyle. Um, and then the partying took a turn. The older brother confronted him about this and then like like a couple hours later the brother stabbed him with a kitchen knife and left him to bleed out in like the middle of the street so this person was arrested and is being held but is planning not to plead guilty um but yeah just like a super crazy story so it turns out it was like a crazy sex thing yeah it's never a crazy sex thing that's cool it's rarely a crazy sex thing you know so like that's exciting um (laughs) uh but yeah just a wild headline i saw where i was like following that story and like at first it was like wow that's crazy he just got randomly stabbed what was it like a mugging or something and then you're like oh no it's much more (laughs) oh no oh no (laughs) yeah um awesome well those are all my headlines um All right. Well, on that note, are we ready to get into a little Thirst Corner action? Let's do it. Let's go. Thirst Corner. All right. Okay, this one is on like a celebrity subreddit. Okay. The top ranked celebrities like Reddit found on this one particular one. All right. It's interesting because it's like actually pretty different list and stuff so let's get into it so this female celebrity like got a perfect 10 out of 10 on reddit oh which is pretty damn hard reddit is picky yeah yeah so i'll give you a hint because like pretty much all these picks come from like the 90s to a degree okay interesting um i mean i don't know what they're being rated on just purely attractiveness yep I'm going to guess like Jennifer Aniston. Ooh, you are so close. It's Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That's a good one. Okay. The the rest of our list, which all score pretty high is Christy Turlington, who's like a model. Oh yeah. She's gorgeous. Uh, Angelina Jolie, self-explanatory. Adriana Lima, who's a Brazilian model. Yeah. Yeah. She was a Victoria's Secret angel. And this one surprised me that she scored so high. Not that she's attractive, just like she scored so high. Madchen Amick, she's from Twin Peaks. She's gorgeous. No, it's true. She is yeah, very yeah. pretty. She's but so pretty. It's just like odd to me that like of all people, I don't know. Like she is I very think, pretty. I think she really blew up in the '90s. Like I think she was like really, really popular in the '90s. Like mainly true. just because of Twin Peaks. But like, yeah, no, she's gorgeous. Fun fact: there was actually a girl in my sorority. I feel like who looked just like her. I'll have to show you a picture later. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear the guys real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Jude Law. Number okay. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Kim 
Taehoong, who's a K-pop star. Okay, I don't know who that is. Sure. He also goes by V, probably easier to look up. Um, Hayden Christensen. Oh, yes. I like it. That's That's an unpopular pick, but I like it. (laughs) Then we go off the rails to a degree. We have Kento Yamizaki, who's like a Japanese model. Okay. And then we have Tom Welling, the lead star of uh, uh, Smallville. That's so random. That's very random. That's really want, random. Do you want to hear the two, like the least liked celebs? Yes. Caroline Ellison, who is the like one of the founders of FTX. Okay. Yeah. She's not attractive. But I, think I wouldn't count her as like a celebrity. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how that's relevant to this list specifically. No, but sure. Okay. <laughs> then Pearl Davis, who's the anti-feminist. So I'm okay with those two being like shat on works for me yeah then on the male end we actually have two celebrities one's johnny depp and another one is um, it makes me sad to say it danny devito damn harsh yeah. okay then they also ranked animated characters stop it <laughs> stop that <laughs> this one scored a an impressive the scale is 10 out of 10 this okay. one scored a pr- impressive 10,028 out of 10 do tell it's bibble from barbie's fairy tale i've noted who that is but i love it that's great it's just a puffy fairy i'll send you a picture and then the least favorite was barney post-surgery oh yeah he got on that ozempic i think yeah he don't look good yeah not great not great wow okay love that i'm glad we included uh you know fictional anime characters in that that's fun (laughs) that's a nice twist for thirst corner (laughs) Uh, all right you got this week okay well i have been seeing some movies you'll be really proud of me i saw let's see i saw super mario which was very cute big fan it's not my thirst but i just wanted to throw it out there very cute movie um i saw guardians three oh what'd you think i did not like it um i thought it was boring um I i yeah i was not a fan um I will forever love Batista though. Like he is still just Drax is my favorite character. I think ever in like all of Marvel. I love him so much. Um, what did you think of Four Teeths and uh, the Otter? Okay. I don't know. Like it, it, it was just unsettling. It was just a weird movie, man. I don't know. Like I, I just it, like the whole plot. I was just like, nobody asked for this. Like I didn't want this. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but I will get to my actual thirst. And that is, I saw Fast 10, AKA your seatbelts. And I, wow, wow, wow. Um, I have not seen any of the Fast movies. I think we've talked about this before, actually, that I feel like I could get into these. I feel like this could be my next franchise now that I'm caught up on Marvel. Um, But I haven't seen the Fast movies. I think I saw Tokyo Drift maybe once, but like, I don't really remember. Um, So I really haven't seen any of them. But it was showing at the drive-in, so we went with some friends. And I'm like, will it be a problem if I haven't seen any of the other movies? And they're like, no, not at all. There's no plot. So I'm like, No, they're just talking about family and shit. Yeah, you're good. It's all about family. Yeah, so I was like, perfect, let's go. So we went. I love this movie. (laughs) I had so much fun. (laughs) The plot, zero. The action, amazing. The, the, The crazy shit that they're doing, just like insane. 
unreal. Couldn't happen in real life. I loved it. Um, the cast, everyone. If you're in Hollywood working today, you're in this movie. Everyone's in this movie. It's so crazy. But specifically, I want to talk about fucking Jason Momoa. He is the villain. And I mean, obviously, he's an attractive dude. Obviously, I'm into that. But I wouldn't say he's like one of my top thirsts. Like, I, I'm human. Obviously, he's attractive. But like, whatever he was doing in this movie was really working for me. It was kind of, I don't know how to explain it. He, he was doing the most, he's doing the most because he can, because it doesn't fucking matter because it's a fast movie. So he can do whatever he wants and no one's going to stop him. So he just went for it. Like he was so extreme and so just like ridiculous. He was giving like, he was giving like Jack Sparrow vibes in like the most extreme way. And I loved it. It was so funny. It was so good. He's he's just like a deeply charismatic person, I feel like. So he can do like anything and you're just like, ah, that's great. I love it. Um, yeah, so he's really good in this movie. Highly recommend. Um, don't know if you're going to go see this movie, but like, honestly, I think you should. <laughs> I'm supposed to see it tomorrow. Excellent. Well, you're in for a treat, my friend. <laughs> I'll be curious to see what you have to say about it. But for real, like everyone is in this movie. It's crazy. Like... Yeah, like if you're an actor in Hollywood, you're in this movie. Pete Davidson is in this movie. Everyone is in this nice. movie. Yeah, so very he fun. Very fun. Highly recommend. Who is your thirst? It is Ronald Gladden. Okay, tell me more. No explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be providing further details at this time. <laughs> like... <laughs> No, what so if there's we just a... ended the podcast right there? Yeah. What if we were like, okay, bye. <laughs> so um, there's a, a new show on Freebie of all places called Jury Duty. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. I know what so you're talking about. So he's the normal guy oh in my the God. show. Yes. So like everyone else is an actor. Yeah. It's a very fun show. Like, I don't know. It's a good vibe of it where like, it's not inherently mean, but they just like create situations and this guy reacts to like the situation that they create. But like, he's just like, a nice dude and he's very like funny in his own right. Yeah, he's, yeah. Actually, he's become like a celebrity now just because everyone's like really into him because he's so nice. That's really cute, actually. That's like really wholesome. Um, yeah, is. I have heard like really good things about that show. Everyone loves it. Yeah. It's also nice because like once the reveal happened, like he would, he basically just said he was like, no, I had fun. He's like, I'd feel really sad if I didn't like get to like still be friends with these people, but we all like still hang out. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. yeah, that's so sweet. <laughs> good it for is. him. I'd be like traumatized for life if that happened to me. So like, good for him. <laughs> the most disappointed he was was the fact that his jury duty didn't actually count to jury duty. And he might have to. Serve. Oh my god, stop! Come on, they should give him like a wherever he lives. They should give him like yeah. a free pass. Like, come on, like I think he's ridiculous. California, but oh, uh, this is also what you'd be into too. Do you know how they found him for the show? No, how they posted on um, Craigslist an ad to be in a jury duty documentary, and they had like thousands of people like try out for it, but he got selected. That's awesome. That's so funny because yeah, they wanted someone specifically who wasn't like an actor. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's so funny. Oh my god. I love that. Well, good for him. 
Good for that guy. Solid dude. <laughs> Sounds like he took it really well, way better than I would have. <laughs> no, he really did take it well. We're yeah. To the point where it's just like, no, like, dude's a star now because he's just like, he's a champ. Honestly, good for him. Wow, I love that. Um. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. Any uh, any random chatter? No, I feel like we've been uh, Misa been busting <laughs> a long time. We've been busting through some random chatter this whole time. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I all right. Finish, uh, Mando, by the way. Nice. Yeah, I was not impressed with this season. Yeah. Neither was I. I did like that weird Jack Black Lizzo episode. That was really Jack good. Black and Lizzo, my dream couple. But otherwise, pretty mid this season. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, on that note, peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings. Bye.